Welcome to another episode of the Access Vikings podcast. My name is Andrew Kramer, joined by Ben Gessling and Michael Rand from the Star Tribune. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, the, the customary wave. Yes. I appreciate it. Yep. We are a TCO unlike any other. performance center in Egan. We're, we are Hello, getting, friends. We are getting all of your questions um, about the Vikings, about Josh Dobbs, about Jaron Hall, about Vikings-Falcons on Sunday, the first game without Kirk moving on here. Um, let's start with this question, though, topical from Ben not Gessling, different Ben, wants to know. Cooking the books here. It's like someone's <laughs> questions. It's like someone's trying to move the line. How many games can the Vikings realistically win with Dobbs, Mullins, or Hall, or whoever's at quarterback uh, currently on the roster? That's a good question. That's the big question, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's you feel you'd feel a lot different about it if they didn't have these winnable games, right? Yeah, like, that's why you know you get to play. Well, you get to play the the Bears again at some point. You get the Broncos. The Raiders are a mess. The Falcons this weekend are Raiders starting. Raiders just fired everyone. And so, yeah, the Raiders just fired everyone. Like, the Falcons are not very good. I mean, Falcons are maybe starting Heineke, which he actually is okay. So I don't, you know. But they could win any game left on their schedule. Probably not the Cincinnati game because the Bengals have gotten better as the year gone. But, like, Lions. you could – even the, the home Lions game, maybe like the Lions are not invincible. Like, but you could look at this and say they could still like. I think their ceiling now, their ceiling is ten and seven, and their like their absolute floor is much much lower. I could still see them going nine and eight though, and being the seven seed even with this collection. I mean, you think about it, like the Bengals game, you probably throw out at least one of the Lions. Let's yeah. let's say it's both Lions, just for the for the sake yeah. of argument. So then there's three. That's seven losses and. and are they going to win the other six? I That's a little hard to expect that much yeah. consistency, but they're all winnable. I mean, you could make the argument that Atlanta, New Orleans is maybe the one of the tougher back-to-back stretches, I guess, but Atlanta starting Taylor Heineke, our old friend from the last time the Vikings had a quarterback mess of this nature. and Well, they go Bengals-Lions, don't they? So that's probably the... Bang- yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there is... Just the six in this stretch? immediate stretch, okay. yes, yeah, but yes, Bengals Lions is the toughest the rest of the way. It's, I mean, they're all winnable. It's like there's there's no reason for them to think they can't sneak into the playoffs. Like you know, you can have the argument about at, at to what end, but you know, I don't know, Brock Purdy. Made a run last year, so now probably everybody thinks they have their own version of Brock Purdy. It's I like heard the Tyson agent was Brock Purdy. Yeah, until he <laughs> yeah. wasn't. Until he got everybody on the Raiders fired. I mean, it's it's like I, my first year covering baseball was 2008 when the, when the Tampa Bay Rays went from having the number one pick in the draft to the World Series, and then the next year everybody was like, "Hey, the Rays did it, and now we can all do." It. The Rays also had Andrew Friedman in a great front office, but. This is where we go with these things. Why this both, is completely replicable. Both the teams in the World Series this year were hundred lost teams two years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, this is football, not baseball, but it's you never know. And Dobbs, well, my point Dobbs in saying the, that is yeah. the 49ers recipe may not be as easy to replicate as anybody else has. I guess to argue against my own argument, against my own argument though. If if there's a team that would say we have the ability to help a quarterback and simplify things for him, the fact that you have two great tackles, you have the NFL Offensive Player of the Year coming back in a couple of weeks, theoretically, yeah. and another receiver 
in Jordan Addison, who looks awfully good, and a, a tight end in TJ Hawkinson, who is coming around. I mean, I suppose there's if, if the help us help you thing with Brock Purdy is replicable anywhere, I guess you could make the argument it's here. To rephrase the question, what is the first game they have a clear quarterback disadvantage? Uh, Even if it's Josh Dobbs against Derek Carr in that week, in two weeks down the road, Derek Carr has been hurt pretty bad. Would we say Mr. Unlimited? Is it a I think distinct? that might be the first one. Yeah. Yeah, because he's played all right. Yeah. Um, Who are we talking Denver? about? Russell Dangerous. Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Mr. Yeah, and then, you know, certainly by the time they get to Burrow and Goff, yeah. you're yeah. going to be talking yeah. about a disadvantage, I think. But, yeah. but that, to yes. everybody's point here, it's going to be a minute. I would feel a lot better, though, if they had any sort of running game. You wrote about that today. Like, they're they don't, that's the difference between them. There's many differences between them and the 49ers, but that is the difference. Like you don't have that running game to lean on. You don't have, you don't have this kind of like this kind of like fallback plan where, Hey, you need, you know, you need to get something going on offense. They got to account for all this. They don't have to account for anything in the running game. Now Dobbs potentially changes that as a running quarterback, because that's something they haven't had in forever like he is he's number four this year in the in total qbr number four in expected points added from the run so he is a running quarterback that can do some stuff what my prediction i I have a quick prediction that i think josh Dobbs will lead this team in rushing touchdowns well he already does but i think even just just for the vikings from here on out because that's he's he's got three so you think he's gonna play a lot well i think he'll end up taking the job at some point because it's depending on nick mullen's health right yeah that's the thing we're forgetting about mullen's the back injury but those things are so uh finicky that i do think Dobbs, if if I had to bet on the three quarterbacks on this roster, who is going to play the most the rest of the year on out? Yeah. I would guess Dobbs just because of the back injury. So what we're saying is quarterback goes down, backup who can run around and extend plays, <laughs> capable of making run. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sounds, like Case playoffs. It does, Sounds like Case Keenum. It's got a horseshoe. Now here's and you got to find well, you got to find Case Keenum's horseshoe. I, He's got a couple other things. And too. I wrote about this today. Like a lot of <laughs> a lot of these weird Viking seasons have been spurred on by backup quarterbacks. The difference being, the 2017 Vikings had a lot more talent on their roster. I think up and down the roster and. All these guys were on the roster already. Like Dobbs is coming, and he's been here less than a day already, and we're already saying, "Hey, could he help them?" Like he's got a lot to learn. People forget in that camp, though, they came very close to cutting Case Keenum yeah. at the end of it because yeah. he was not good. And it was Taylor Heineke, right? Well, no, no, well, that no. was sixteen. No, that was sixteen. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, but you're Keenum yep, did not yep. have a great camp, and they were considering the possibility of releasing him at the end of it, and then they decided to keep him. Obviously, Teddy was coming back from the pup list. And they roll in with Sam Bradford, who had the phenomenal week one performance on Monday night against the Saints, and then was basically never seen again other than the Chicago game. Where he looked like a ghost. Yes, he did. Grand Casino would like to take a moment and salute the true football fan. The passion. The hope. The anticipation. That incomparable feeling of winning. Grand Casino would also like to take a moment to remind you that you can find all that anticipation, thrill, and winning at Grand Casino. Grand Casino. Let your story begin. Start a question from Ben. Let's go to one from Randall. Wants to know, will Kevin O'Connell give up the running back rotation of two series for Madison for every one for Akers? Uh, It's been a committee in the run game. We talked about, yeah, they they haven't been able to run the ball at all. 25 carries for 50 yards in Green Bay. Like, that's 
that's really not good. Not good. Yeah, not good. Um, what do you guys think of the usage that they've done so far? It's been a, a month and a half now with Acres here, and he hasn't overtaken Madison by any stretch, but he's certainly eaten into and if not taken half the workload on on most of these Sundays. And he's he's shown, I think, an ability to make more plays. He whether it's running after contact, I think, with some degree of effectiveness and some of the things he's done in the passing game. We've we've seen those moments from Madison at times as well, but I think Akers shows a little more uh, dynamism, I guess. A little juice. A little juice. Um, he scored a touchdown. There's a little more of that. He scored a touchdown. Has a, had a rushing touchdown. Rushing touchdown. How about that? On the six-yard line, and the Packers put five in the box. That's how much. They, that's how little they respect it. How, yeah. how much yep. less are they going to respect the running game with well, a different quarterback? Now, though, you don't need to play too deep. I know, now you saying. don't have Kirk, who was balling on these like third and longs and right. all that, because they couldn't run the ball. It was okay because Kirk could step up and make a play. Jaron Hall ain't, ain't doing that. No, I mean, you, you may have quarterbacks that can extend and run around, I guess, but that's also a good way to get yourself in trouble. I mean, I, I wonder how many of – how much of the game plan is going to be roll him out, half field reads, simplify things that way, um, use some of the the fleet of foot that he has. Um, I think you could see some of that on Sunday. Yeah, because honestly, watching the back too, I don't think Akers, if they just flipped a switch and said, okay, Akers, you're starting 20 carries a game, I don't think that fixes this. And frankly, he's had some issues of his own where he's not comfortable running in the zone schemes that they want to do here. Um, we've talked about before how like, Akers has been more of a gap runner. Madison's been more of a zone runner. And they're trying to do both. And they're too predictable with each when either gets on the field. And Akers, when he gets behind and they try to do the zone, play action stuff, bootlegs, he just is too hesitant. And Kirk said it the other day where he goes, yeah, he's a real patient runner. But when he sees it, he goes. And it's like you can kind of read between the lines a little bit watching him. Sometimes that patience works against him because this blocking is not dominant. Like it needs to be hit quickly and, and you kind of need to go. One cut and go. I miss that. Yeah. You, well, Dalvin Cook used to do mm. some of those things. And mm. he's still stuck in New York now. Um, yeah, he did not move yesterday, did he? He did not. Um, no, there's probably a lot of people who aren't happy about that. Bill wants to know why didn't I don't know if any of them tweeted yesterday but the Vikings bolster their defensive line or cornerback group. You wanted them to be buyers. Bill wanted them to buy buy buy. Um, what do you want them to buy? He said D-line or corner, so defensive help. D-line I could Is go that with. That an in-sync corners. reference. Bye bye bye. <laughs> bye bye bye. I actually was no lie. It might have been a subconscious one as a 90s child, yeah. Um I don't know, do they Is Josh Dobbs saying the, it's going to be me? The corners have been okay, I think. Uh, the they could use more pass rush, especially with Davenport out. But. Well, they did bolster the D line by not trading Daniel Hunter. That's true. It's like a, it's like getting back a player almost. Like almost like they traded for Daniel Hunter by not trading Daniel Hunter. Yeah, we saw we saw Montez <laughs> Ultimate GM speak there. We saw Montez Sweat go for a two. We saw um, Chase Young go for a three to San Francisco. Are you guys surprised the Vikings wouldn't be uh, going up to that level, that purchasing level? No, no. In terms of adding a piece. No, I I didn't think they were going to go to that level. And Kevin O'Connell hinted at it a little bit yesterday in his impromptu, hey, we just traded for a quarterback press conference. There is, I, I think there was going to be a limit to how much they would spend knowing you needed to find an answer to your quarterback situation this year. And you may have to find an answer to your quarterback situation in the draft next year. So Spending a second-round pick a la TJ Hawkinson this year I did not think was going to be as big of an option. They don't have a third-round pick next year. 
which I had forgotten about until you listed that this morning. <clears throat> they don't have a third-round pick because of the Hawkinson deal last year either. So if you need to move up in the draft to take a quarterback, which they may need to do, especially if they're not picking super high, you can't be trading away day two picks to move around or possibly help yourself with other needs if you have to spend a bunch to go up and get a quarterback. So, no, I thought that kind of put a ceiling on what they would do yesterday. Yeah, Mike, as Ben says, the Vikings don't have the three. It's in Detroit. Did they give up a two and a three for Hawkinson? Uh, well, they did it's a pick swap. Right? Pick swap. Well, okay. It was a three-four pick swap. So okay. it was the Vikings oh, have yes, Detroit's four. Right. Yep. Okay. They essentially traded back around and then gave the two. Um, but the Niners, the rich get richer because they ended up, I read, they dealt the – uh, third round pick that they got for uh, losing Rand Carthon as GM to get Chase Young. So because one of their guys got plucked for as a GM, they get Chase Young. Good move for them because their defense has been struggling. And the Vikings don't have that pick, obviously, because they went out and got Hawkinson. So if you would have moved a two for anybody, if you would have went to that spending level, you're looking at just having a one next year and no picks until day three. Uh, which is not something that I'm sure this current roster wanted to jump into or Quasey wanted to jump into with this current roster. So um, I guess, yeah, Ben, to your point, I can't be too, too shocked that they didn't do that. Um, All right, let's go on. we got another question here about um, from Kevin – or this is from Gami. He wants to know Kevin O'Connell's comments regarding Kirk. Do we still think there's a good chance we draft a quarterback in the first couple rounds next year, even if Kirk comes back, given the injury age, uh, Kirk's situation, all this? So this is a question really about Kirk's situation and saying that could you really bank on him being your guy week one, 2024? I think he'd be healthy week one, 2024. I don't think that's so much the question, right? I think this is going to come down to everybody's view in – February, March of how healthy Kirk Cousins will be in July or pick your date, OTAs, mini camp, training camp, whatever, because that is going to be the point at which people have to decide how much risk is baked into the price of whatever contract Kirk Cousins is going to get from whoever his next employer is, whether it's the Vikings or someone else. If his camp is of the opinion that hey, he's going to be fine. There's no risk to you. He should get the money that he was going to get otherwise. I think that changes things a lot from, hey, we get it. There's a risk here. He's 36 years old. He's coming off an Achilles. They kept him out half the season. That's going to depress the price. If that happens or if he says, hey, I've got a great situation here. I get it. I will take a a more team-friendly deal. I could see him coming back in that scenario or the Vikings say, hey, you know, we we saw everything we needed to see. This guy's about to take off. We're confident in the in the Achilles. We're confident in how he's going to come out of it. Let's move forward with him. Those would be the scenarios I could see him coming back. The other one that's really interesting is if you were to bring him back, and you know, kind of like we're talking about in the question, and then you go draft a quarterback. Yeah. I, I I think that's a completely defensible move if the Vikings were to do that because you'd still be sitting there saying look 36 especially coming off an injury we can't be caught in this spot where it happens again and we have no plan for the future Um, I would be curious how he would 
in his camp would take that? Like, would they want to be here knowing that there's a decent chance that the Vikings are going to draft a quarterback, especially since these discussions are going to happen in Indianapolis where the Vikings are also going to be looking at quarterbacks in the draft. So how much do you find common ground with Cousins and his camp about the the presence of another quarterback that is part of their future in the discussion? Like, in other words, how, how committed is this relationship? How committed does it need to be for them to get back together? I think, yeah, you hit on the, the important part is how comfortable is Kirk with any kind of tepid commitment? Yeah, right? Yes. Is, is that a big part at of his, it? Like At his age, he uh, can't want a one-year deal. Right? No, he didn't want one last year. I mean, he, he didn't he want wanted, a two-year deal last yeah, he year. Wanted, he wanted three years, yeah. and we've said it, but he wanted three years guaranteed, I mean, through 2025. Basically, it was kind of where things broke down. They weren't willing to go quite that far. Yeah, the Vikings weren't willing to do any kind of guarantees in twenty. It's like I, twenty-five I remember, was the was the hinge point. I remember hearing like Cousins Camp, at least one person in Cousins Camp saying like they they were okay willing to do partial guarantees or injury guarantees twenty twenty like any kind of guarantees. And the Vikings were like, no, full stop. We don't want to go into that year. Yeah. How much has that changed because of what Kirk has done uh, this year? And you're you're and, closer to it. How much has it changed because of his injury? And they're gonna they're gonna find out a lot of these next nine games too. Like, what if somebody comes in and runs the offense pretty well, and it's not Kirk Cousins? Then do they look at it and say, "Hey, he was nice, but we can do okay with somebody else, and we don't have to pay forty or forty five million dollars for our quarterback anymore." Yeah, it's it's a heck of a crossroads they find themselves at, and certainly with Kirk, could have cost him millions upon millions of dollars, or probably did. I shouldn't say could have. Yeah, he's done okay already, though. Yeah. I'm not I'm not <laughs> yeah, worrying about sure, his ability sure. to pay the mortgage or anything like that. Uh, let's end with this. Nick wants to know why didn't the Vikings pursue Brett Favre? I personally don't see any <laughs> issues with that idea. Sometimes you have to go back to move forward. Hashtag opportunity. Opportunity. <laughs> Be awesome. Did you want to add any more Favre? Any more Brett? If they wanted to have a conversation, I could use some things to occupy my time. Should we get the helicopter? I could use uh, some opportunity to make some money because I may have some uh, uh, people I need to keep on retainer.